0: Kia ora. Kofus me Welcome to the House. It is the second to last sitting week for Parliament before it dissolves so that the Governor-General can officially call for an election. So on paper at least, that means just six more sitting days. But there is still a huge amount of legislation that the government would like to get passed by the House before it rises. So it's going to be a very busy week for MPs. The man who plans all of this is the Leader of the House, Grant Robertson. I asked him how common these cram weeks are before elections. Pretty much the whole time I've been an MP, governments have
1: used the final few weeks of a period before the election to finish off legislation they want to get done. And there's both practical and political reasons for that. Um, Practically, if we don't, there's an interregnum period. If there is a change of government, you lose several months as you do, and so there's things that, you know, just practically you want to get done. And then politically there are things that we want to show that we've been able to finish off and and, and have done. And so the combination of those two factors means that pretty much every time I've been here there's been bouts of urgency running into the election.
0: The, the politically part of it, if the government changed, that they would have to sort of make some effort to undo the thing. Is that how it Not, works? not so much that,
1: more that um, it's about being able to say we've done what we promised we would do moving into the election period rather than thinking about, well, what, you know, they'd have to take the time to withdraw it. That's not so much the thinking. I mean, if we take, for example, last week when we were doing the RMA bills, the replacement bills, that was a really big watershed moment. It's years and Years and years, something we committed to and we said we would do this by the election, and we have. So it's more that than any kind of attempt to make it difficult for someone on the other side if there were to be a change of government.
0: It's a huge amount of work this week, though. You're taking urgency
1: again? Am I right? Yes. So we are because there are a number of bills that need multiple stages to be done. Um, particularly, you know, things coming back from committee, um, select committee that need to be passed. So the water services bill, Crown Minerals, um, the tax reporting uh, principles reporting bill. These are all pieces of legislation been through select committee. We'd like to get them passed. They do have, you know, a reasonable amount of debate within the committee of the whole stage to do, and so therefore putting them through under urgency is really the only practical way to. To do it before the election. Yeah,
0: now people get kind of annoyed about the the concept of urgency, but bills get exactly the same amount of debate if they got urgency from the second reading, right? It's only when you get urgency from the first reading and skip the whole select committee process that that it changes the process.
1: And for me, there has to be a very high threshold for that, you know, that leaving out the bit of the process where the public get to have their say and where select committees can do the really good work that they do of sharpening up a bill. um, You want to make sure that happens in 99% of the cases. There will always be an example maybe for a legal reason or something else that you need to skip that out. But all the work we're doing in this urgency is for bills that have already been to select committee. And as you say, effectively, we're just extending the amount of time. There's often a little bit of concern when um, you do the committee stage in the third reading and if there was any little, you know, very technical edits that might be needed and so on. But that is still possible even within the framework that we're using. What else is happening this week? Um, so we've got some more valedictory dozens statements. Of, dozens yeah. of valedictories. there yeah. always are. people leaving. Um, it is a big week for valedictories. Um, these are important moments for for members who are finishing up, and in some cases members who've been here for some time, and so they'll they'll be significant events and
0: They're fascinating things. It's like the number of things you learn about someone at their funeral. You know, <laughs> it's a little bit like that.
1: Yeah, I think it's really interesting the different approaches that people take to them. I mean, for most people, it's a, t- a chance to recap their time in Parliament, their maiden speech, they've come in and they've talked about who they are and what they want to achieve and then they come to this and it's the chance to say well here's what I did while I was here and here are some reflections on the world I think you do tend to find in valedictories people carry two or three things through their political career that either they didn't quite get to do or that really annoyed them and you do hear them coming out and I think that's good, it's a, it's a chance for people to leave those of us who are still here with some, some thoughts about what happens next
0: that was Grant Robertson, the Leader of the House, and you've been listening to The House. It's e Whakaranga koe ki te Kitifare. This program is produced with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Matawa.